up oh, fake out. One, two, three. Ho, 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 Fandits. Welcome to the as promised special episode of the Wet Bandits podcast. Um, this was not planned. It was just an idea that we had like two weeks ago. It popped in my brain and then I ran it by Sam and we decided to do it. Um, like I said, this is the Wet Bandits podcast. We typically do discographies from 90s bands uh, this season, you know, because we, I don't know, I, we thought it was cute to like, do seasons because podcasts do seasons but the seasons don't really mean anything to us anymore other than in between discographies we have kind of a theme and our theme is soundtracks Sound. and soundtracks and you just happen to notice that since we release on tuesdays and christmas eve of 2019 falls on a tuesday that obviously this episode is going to drop on christmas eve so it seemed appropriate to go through the Home Alone soundtrack. We're the Wet Bandits. We got our name from the bad guys in Home Alone. We're doing soundtracks. It just seems like the kind of thing to do, right? Yeah, totally. Yep. Um, soundtracks, usually people think of like a bunch of pop songs, a collection of pop songs put together. The Home Alone soundtrack is not really that. The Home Alone soundtrack is more of a score with a couple traditional tradish uh, uh, songs thrown in. Oh my God. N- people who are listening for the first time don't know who we are. I'm Wheezy. I'm Slam. Oh man. That is one of the things that, you know, even as far as we're into season three, we still haven't gotten the intros quite Dude, right. Like, what sound does Wheezy make? Like, like, Slammy B, you know, oh. like, Wheezy. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that. Yeah. I thought it was kind of like a wailing guitar sound, uh-huh. I think. <laughs> Wheezy. Yeah. But I can't introduce myself that way all the time. Wow, Wheezy. Wow, wow. Wow, wow. Wow, wow. Wheezy. There it is. I mean, that's better. Neither are great. What song did I play right there? Uh, Bulls on Parade. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. A s- quick side note. Like, I have this good friend. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> We'd be sitting there. I'm like, oh, dude, how did this? Do you remember this song? And he'd be like, he'd look you dead straight in the eye. He'd be like, play it. Meaning like, <laughs> wow, wow. wow. <laughs> like, play it with your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> That's play funny. It, play it, bro. And would he get it? Yeah. Yeah. That's br- That's a little, uh, a-, a lot of people will be surprised by how quick, some other people recall songs just uh-huh. from hearing them. Like you go to music trivia or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's got to be an even more special talent to be able to recognize a song that someone is <laughs> imitating, right? Uh, did you happen to see that show? Um, I think Jamie Foxx was the host. Beat Shazam or whatever. No. Yeah, it was pretty... Oh, yeah, maybe. Where like they'd play a song and you had to guess it before the Shazam program yeah. could like figure out what song it was. Um I'm really unimpressed by that show. Shazam takes like at least a full five to seven seconds. Yeah. 
And maybe that's hard for some people, but I think the more you listen to music, obviously, the more you recognize it. That like, whole show, sorry. No, go for it. Sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. <laughs> that whole show is just meant to advertise Shazam. Oh, right. You know? right. It's just a big advertisement. <laughs> of course it lasted one season. Yeah. It's like the uh, if you had the Saltine Cracker Challenge you know, TV show presented by Saltine Crackers. Seriously. Is that a brand? Is Saltine a brand? Uh, yeah. Okay. Just like Saran. Right, right, and Kleenex and Jell-O. Yeah. Like, how sweet, like, you made something, and then, like, it could be, like, Kroger brand crackers, but some people people are going to still call it Saltines. Right, yeah. You know? Like, yeah, you it would be awesome that. if, like, if, like, in the future, yeah. like, the year 2,200. Yeah. It's like, oh, what kind of band you're in? A wet band. It's... Uh, uh, which is uh, code like that's the name for like a uh, s- cover band. The greatest and best band. It's no longer a cover band. It's called <laughs> a wet bandit. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Just because we took over the planet. Yeah. Um. Is who? What cover band? I don't know the history of a, a lot of bands, but uh, two immediately come to mind as bands that were cover bands. And became famous like real bands. Van Halen. Oh, I forgot about Van Halen's my second favorite band. Yeah. Forgot about them. You could call them a Van Halen. Uh, the Killers. The Killers were a cover band that became a real band of dude, that just some broke, fame. Dude. Oh no! Your little ski mask. My identity. For those of you <laughs> watching on YouTube, you already know. But for those of you listening on the podcast service. <laughs> Sam's wearing a ski mask and yeah. I'm wearing a Santa hat in my, to like, celebrate. I part to my forehead just clo- yeah. broke. Yeah, right. You're more in the spirit of the Wet Bandits, the TV show. I'm more in the like Christmas spirit. Yeah. I brought this hat because we were going to dress like the Wet Bandits and then I realized that I was going to cut the top off this one and be like Harry and you were going to be Marv, but then I realized that Marv doesn't really wear a hat. Mm-hmm. So we weren't we didn't do a very good job with the costuming. But that's okay. We could have smashed an iron in your face. <laughs> Put a nail through your foot. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that a little Ooh, bit. Oh, yeah. That would have been good. Oh, yeah. We if you did. could have reached your foot up to s- in the camera and you had a nail between your toes so it looked like a nail had gone through your or foot. did I come prepared? Oh! Uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> There's not enough room back here. I wouldn't be flexible enough to pull that off anyway. Would you? Would you be able to lift your leg up above the table? Oh, yeah. Holy, holy, he's doing it. Oh, my God, there it is. Now, see, you can't have it at that angle. It's all the way in my foot, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And all the tar and everything. Um, Wow, we talked enough that my laptop screen went to sleep there. So, um, Van Halen. Van Halen, the killer's Greta Van Fleet, right? I suppose. I mean, Metallica, Metallica said that they kind of did covers like they had like covers and some originals that's why like garage days was a thing right i mean you got to figure most bands start by playing someone else's stuff but like van halen was a cover band but not anymore you know yeah that's That's true that's why bands were so good is because they like yeah you know they had the they had to pay the rent dude yeah or not even that just like learn to do something the way it's the right way first, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I do think there's a little bit of merit to the idea that like playing like a different band for a long time sort of like 
in it narrows your scope of what's possible. Yeah. You know, like I I think I've probably said on here before that what little music theory I know I suppose I know more than most people, but like um I I'm not like a music major or anything, but um but with the music theory I know, it's almost like a little bit of a prison. Like now now that I know this, I play within those realms, mm. right? I I follow those rules. And I do think there's something to be said for like maybe not maybe not totally ignoring rules or not knowing that there are certain things that fit musically within a certain chord structure or whatever, but just kind of like experimenting outside of that to see what also sounds good. For example, um, the, like the guitar solo in shine by collective soul has some notes that are like not right, Mm -hmm. but they go by so fast and, they they like add a certain flavor to that solo that wouldn't be right if it was all exactly in the correct scale for that song mm-hmm. or set of scales for that song. So, um, and, and I've heard other musicians that I respect kind of say similar things where like they learned this amount of theory and now they're trapped by it, you know, whereas they were able to be more creative when they didn't have to fit inside certain boxes that they had learned about or whatever. Yeah. So I get both. Like, you don't want it to just sound like sound, you know, like mm-hmm. experimental yodeling. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you want it. I mean, there's something to be said to be follow following, like, by the rules, but then there's, like, sub rules. Yeah. Under every rule. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can pull out, like, licks. Or right. Like, you know, some, some, some of it's, like, the physical aspect, and some of it's the for sure you know what yeah I mean? yeah for sure there's a lot of the physical aspect yeah. another well, thing oh go ahead i'm not talking about like shredding i'm talking about like know. you know like you know what i'm saying like the right hand part to the guitar yep. and a hundred percent um i should just stop apologizing for things i've probably said before but i'm gonna say this which i've probably said before on this podcast um my two favorite bands once went on tour when one was really famous and the other was less famous. Alice in Chains opened for Van Halen on probably like, I would guess. I got to take this off, dude. (laughs) I would never be a robber. Sam's got to take this off. I got to take this off mid. I, I, uh, unfortunately, I think it was like the monsters of rock tour, which would have been probably when Alice in Chains was getting ready to release dirt. And oh. and Van Halen had probably released for unlawful carnal knowledge is is my guess, but that's not really that important. What album is that? <clears throat> for unlawful carnal knowledge has right now, and pound cake, and that's Sammy Hagar. Top of the world, yeah. Oh, which dude? I was that actually. Um, that album. Oh no, that album is like 1990, and the reason I know that is because a lot of those songs come around. The Home oh. Alone soundtrack, a lot of them. Um, so, nineteen ninety, the early nineties one is Balance. Hmm. Um, I think that's right. I could be wrong. I don't know. But anyway, my point is that I read an interview with Jerry Cantrell that was about. Um, and a lot of guitar magazines will be like, "How do you get your sound?" And Jerry is kind of like, Jerry does not suffer fools well and i'm not saying this guy that interviewed him was an idiot but like jerry is just like he he doesn't 
he doesn't mince words or anything. He, I, I guess you could call him mean, mm-hmm. but he was, he's very like, he just puts things to rest right away. So this guy asked him like, how do you get your sound? And he's like, well, man, you know, I got my guitar and I got my pedals and stuff. And that contributes to my sound. But when we were touring with Van Halen, we'd be we'd get done with our sound check, and Eddie would go out and play my rig and play my guitar. And it didn't sound like Jerry Cantrell. It sounded like fucking Eddie Van Halen, mm-hmm. you know? Because your sound is in your blood yeah. and in your bones and in your skin. Like he Jerry said he was like, I don't know what percentage you put on it, but he was like, most of what you sound like is just because it's you. Not because mm-hmm. of your instrument or because of your amp or your pedal board or whatever, which is very interesting. And I don't know if it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy or if it's just seasoning in my ears and and just getting older. But ever since I read that, I've seen like it's more and more true. Like yeah, the more definitely. I see it, I'm like, no matter what guitar I play sounds like me playing yeah you know it does it's not like i can switch to a a telecaster and all of a sudden i'm you know brad paisley Mm -hmm. you know i'm not a country player now um dude he can tread too dude brad paisley can play yeah um but uh but yeah that's that yeah it's in your blood um so that's that was me bouncing off your point about like there's a physical aspect to it yeah the way you do things so um yeah. Uh so we had a little text conversation before you came over here. Before I came over here, I mean, about our gig on Oh s- yeah, Saturday. That I won't be there. And you were like, dude, dude, is it a Sticky Bandits show? Sticky Bandits for those of you that don't know or what we are when we do a gig as a duo or a trio. He's like, Sticky Bandits this weekend? And I was busy. I was super busy at work today, except mm-hmm. at the very beginning when we were texting. So, and I had been texting back, 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 back. And then you asked that question and I couldn't respond for like hours. And then I, first I called. I know. That's a, and I would have answered if I wasn't busy. Call, I know, but I was busy. I don't answer the phone when I'm busy, but. I'm just playing. Well, I know. But then you were like, dude, I'm sorry. I looked it up and <laughs> it says sticky bandits on the calendar. And you were like, are you mad? Or no, are you rolling your eyes in disappointment? Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, no. And then you said, dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot. Dot, 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 dot. (laughs) Do you lie? Yeah. (laughs) Or or did you say, don't lie? Yeah, Yeah, I said. (laughs) Don't lie. Which brings us to our new favorite bit, do you lie? In that case, I was not lying. Um, but the reason that's extra funny is cause that happens a lot. And a lot of times I do have to lie to band members, um, are, well, he's no longer the oldest member of the band. Joe is older than Jeff, but Joe is far more technologically advanced. Can you imagine, <laughs> can you imagine Jeff trying to put that pedal board together that where like his iPad switches? We have a new keyboard player who has all these gadgets that like can, he has this iPad that has connected to a foot pedal connected to a foot pedal that like scrolls through the songs so he can get reminders on what the chord progressions are and stuff and also that foot pedal can change his keyboard sounds to match the song that we're on and i'm just trying to think of jeff putting that together is funny jeff is not the most technologically savvy person though he says he watches us on youtube sometimes which is that's all 
I mean, that's more than I expected. He could be watching this right now like super Jeff. insulted. <laughs> but <laughs> but anyway, Jeff would sometimes uh he would he'll be like, you know, I don't know. I can't think of a good example now of what he would ask. But he would ask questions that you could answer by looking at the website or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I'd be, you know that I'd be rolling my eyes. Like, <laughs> That's oh, come I was on. Like, <laughs> like, why do I have to answer this question? The, it used to happen a lot. It doesn't really happen at all anymore. But, you know, we've been around for almost six years. Yeah. The first couple of years, it wasn't just Jeff. It was everybody. Everybody yeah. was... Well, that's why yeah i was like he probably already got this text from whoever in the you know <laughs> what time do i need to be there <laughs> like you can see what time the gig starts on the calendar you decide what time you need to be there so um so yeah i used to roll my eyes a lot i don't anymore um thank goodness um do you lie do you have any lies? Dude, you know, the holidays are coming up. Everybody's lying. Dude, I was thinking about that too. <laughs> Christmas is the lionest time of year. Yeah. Good lies or bad. Yeah. You know, parents are lying to their kids that the elf <laughs> on the shelf is watching them. Santa. Santa. Yeah. Spoiler that's alert. A fun, <laughs> that's a fun lie, but hey, not real. Or it's like, oh, yeah, I got your Christmas presents. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're getting that thing. Yeah. Do do any parents sold do? out? Yeah, there you go. That's the one. Sold out. Slash didn't want to pay for that. <laughs> um Yeah, so or the the more beneficial lie. Like um lies by omission, you know, about you know um I can't think of an example right now, but like where you're maybe my wife is like, you know, have you been to, have you, did you see this and that or that at Target? And I know that she's thinking about getting something for me. And I'll mm -hmm. be like, no, like I, I'll pretend like I don't know what it is so that I'm like surprised by it or whatever. Maybe not the greatest example, but I know, I know what you're but saying. But we, yeah, we do, we when lie When someone's a lot. trying to like figure out yes. what, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. You got AirPods at your job, like yeah. There you go. Like, yeah. Who wears AirPods? You yeah. Know, like. Exactly. Exactly. Like that kind of thing. Like, um, you're fishing for it. I'm fishing so hard, but I'm not getting any bites. Yeah. Breaking the cocoon a little bit. Look at the camera. Breaking the cocoon a little bit. I've made this analogy before too. Being on a podcast is like being on a game show where you see idiots. You know, you ever watch Family Feud? Yeah. Have we used this example before? No. Okay. So it's like, you know, na name a word that rhymes with truck. That was my Steve Harvey impression. Name a word that rhymes with truck. And people like say black. Right. <laughs> Right? Like it doesn't even rhyme and but black yeah, showed on the board. Yeah, here's 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 how I now sympathize with those people because in that scenario there's so much other stuff going on yeah. that you just can't focus on anything. And that's what doing a podcast is like. There's lots of times where given a situation where I can put my focus on what I'm trying to think of, 
I can probably come up with a good example of how I lie to my wife around Christmas time, just like all, all of us should. But when when you're eyeing the timer and you got these pages up on your website and you're trying to think of how to move to the next topic, it's like, and you know you don't have a producer, so you're not making cuts <laughs> later. If we just had the luxury of a producer who could like cut out all the dead space, we could sit here for 10 minutes and think mm-hmm. of something. Or... Or we could be real pros and actually have it written down before we came in. Yeah. Maybe that's the moral of the story. But this goes back, like, I get both having the rules, man, and I like to improvise a little bit. You got to. You know what you I'm got saying? It. Yeah, you got to you know improvise a little bit. That's how you get up. That's how you get to good stories. Yeah. Um. Speaking of which, it's Christmas time. I'm hoping a lot of people are watching this on Christmas Day with their family. Like... Opening presents, <laughs> yeah. hey, TV let's on. on. Let's turn on the White Bandits podcast. That's our favorite Christmas series. All the kids, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard Mike has vowed to say fuck less. <laughs> what parents while letting Whoops. their kids watch White <laughs> Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. So maybe you're sitting around. Maybe you're having an adults-only Christmas. You're like, let's reminisce about the Home Alone soundtrack. And you stumbled upon this podcast. Yeah. Right? So let's. I don't know if you've thought of one yet. I asked you beforehand. I have at least two favorite Christmas stories that I can tell you. I'm going to. You think of one. Okay. If you haven't already, and I'll tell you my first one. This is a cheesy one. I later found out that my parents, no matter. We always had Christmas lists, right? And as long as it was a reasonable price, which most of the things my sisters and I were exposed to, like none of us ever wanted like a horse or anything like super expensive. So my parents, if they they knew whether they asked or whether we told them, they always knew the thing we wanted the most. And we always got it. Mm -hmm. Whatever the thing was that we wanted the most, we got it. And when video game consoles came out, like all my friends had one and I didn't have one and I wanted a Sega. I didn't want an NES. I wanted the Sega master system, which is probably like a collector's item now. Cause nobody wanted that. Um, but I asked for the Sega master system and I got it and my dad had it on like video camera and stuff. Yeah. And I just like lost my mind. It was, it was a magical moment too, because I remember opening it. Mm-hmm. I remember getting that box and opening a corner and literally the only thing that was exposed was the Sega logo. Like completely wrapped rectangle, tore open about two inches mm-hmm. and said Sega. And I was like, someone had asked me, do you think it's a Sega? And I opened it and I said, it is. <laughs> and then I lost my mind. I didn't even open the rest. I just started running around the house. Yeah. So that is my first like excited. And that well, I wasn't that young, but. That's the first memory of getting a sweet Christmas present. Yeah. Mine's pretty similar, man. Okay. I have another one after this. So, I don't know. Young kid. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, five or six probably. Yeah. And. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, like, all I wanted was the Nintendo 64, bro. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Because my grandma had one. What year would this be about? Oh, I probably like it'd have to be like kindergarten. Yeah, so you would have been it would have been 
Like 97? What year were you born? 94. Oh, so like 99. Yeah. So I'm like graduating high school. <laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah, I can't remember, but... But it was exciting. Because the GameCube came out in like 2002, I think. Yeah. But Dude, there were a lot of consoles yeah. coming out around that time. Yeah. You know, because Sega was still kind of around. You had like the Dreamcast and the Saturn, and then you had GameCube and 64 and PlayStation 1 or 2. Yeah, like, 2, I think, came out the same time as the GameCube. And Xbox. Xbox just came out. So, like, that's a lot of... Con- there aren't <laughs> that many... Seemingly, there aren't that many consoles competing with one another yeah. now. What do you got? You know, you just know, like, the X-Bone. size X-Bone. Oh, what? No, right now, the consoles. Oh, yeah. X-Bone, PS4, Switch. Oh, and there's, like, Nintendo goes, like... After the GameCube, there's the Wii, then there's the Wii U, then right. there's the Switch, and mm-hmm. then they have all the Game Boys in between that. Right. Xbox has like 360, then the Xbox One. Oh yeah, I'm talking about like competing with each other in 2019. Oh. And game like Game Boys don't really fit. Like I'm talking like home consoles. Dude, PC, bro. Right, PC yeah. kind of took that over yeah. with Steam and stuff or whatever. Um. Not not took over because game consoles are still really popular, but um, removed the need for so many competing consoles. Probably right. Right. I don't know. Um, anyway, I'm out of my element here. I just started talking about video games. Dude, was that the end of your story, dude? Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's just like that one thing that like, because that was like my first home console. Yeah. So I was like. Finally got it, man. Like, uh-huh. I finally have a video because I you were was like obsessed in kindergarten. with video games. Like, right. Like I played video games so much when I was a kid. Like, yeah. And I just got it, and I was like, you know, it's a big box. You know, Nintendo right. probably made it big because they the like want kids to open a big box. That's something. a that's an underrated know what I mean? aspect of a video game console yeah. is the big box because yeah. a lot of times you get a big box on Christmas and it's like half of it's cardboard. You know, like. <sighs> Yeah, or it's just like big boxes don't always have good stuff in it. Oh, like yeah. you get a big box and it turned out to be like a, you know, a Clothes, toolbox a, yeah. or whatever. Like, you know, a lot of times the sweet stuff like electronics and mm-hmm. games and stuff, a little bit smaller hefty. packages. Dance. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I remember like it was like then the Nintendo 64, then it like showed like all the like new release games on the back. And like oh, one yeah. was a classic picture of Super Mario 64 where like, Bowser's blowing fire at Mario. Oh, yeah. I was just like, and then Super Mario 64, bro. That's the game I had to play. That was your first? Yeah. The Maiden Voyage mm. on the 64? Cool. I have another story. This is the this is my favorite Christmas story, period. At least that I can think of. So one time, my dad... He he had these chocolate-covered peanuts that he really, really, really liked. And so he bought himself some. And he wrapped it, and he put it under a tree, and he said, and it said, To Dad from Santa. And, you know, we don't do, like, a Santa. Like, we pretty much do a grab bag where, like, everybody just finds their gifts and opens them mm-hmm. and nobody sees. But it is fun to, like, pass things around. So, like, I know for a fact that one of my sisters, like, handed him this gift. And... That's important because to the story because it would have seemed different if he had pulled it out himself, but someone handed it to him. 
<clears throat> and, you know, we're all watching. He's like, oh, from Santa. And, you know, he gives like a knowing, you know, mm-hmm. look around the room. Oh, from Santa. Opens it up. Oh, chocolate covered peanuts. Mm. He's looking around the room and I see my mom. Like my mom has this look of amazement on her face. And she looks at my dad and goes, I didn't get you. (laughs) 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 Like for a split for in that moment, she had the magic. She, the (laughs) magic. (laughs) My mom thought that Santa had come and given my dad chocolate covered peanuts. He admitted it pretty quickly though. I bought these for myself. (laughs) Dude, that could have been like a chocolate covered peanut commercial. Yeah. Holidays. Right. Yeah. I didn't get you those dear. (laughs) (laughs) Santa does it again Oh that Santa (sighs) So That's my favorite That's pretty funny That's a good one Yeah Okay The day Was December 4th 1990 What day you ask? That's the day That the Home Alone soundtrack Was released to the world Um Probably not on the charts I didn't bother looking But Like I said It's not really a pop music collection It's just It's a bunch of it's a musical score by John Williams. So, December fourth, nineteen ninety, the number one song on the charts was "Because I Love You" (parentheses the Postman song) by Stevie B. I don't know. No idea. You you gotta sing it though. Because I love you. Play it, dude. The Postman <laughs> song. The Postman song. Do you know it? Nope. Made oh. that up. That's that's how we do it now. When we don't know, you gotta sing it. All right. Number one mainstream rock song, My Head's in Mississippi by ZZ Top. I don't know that. ZZ Top, a 90s band, in a manner of speaking. They had a hit in the 90s, so someday we can cover them. My head's in Mississippi, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's Metallica version. I was trying, I don't know if I can do a ZZ Top, but number one album, To the Extreme, Vanilla Ice. So the, this was the yep. This is the Vanilla Ice reign, the reign yeah. of Vanilla Ice. Did you like it? Um, was it too icy. Yeah, it. I was not. Mm, no. Um, I thought that I wasn't supposed to listen to rap music mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Um, I don't think my parents actually would have cared, but they made it very clear that they did not like rap music, and so it was. I don't want to say it was like. You know, it's not like I couldn't have listened to it, but. They would not have enjoyed me listening to it, and so I, I never did. And that translated to pretty much all popular music at the time. It wasn't until I was in like middle school that I figured out they didn't care. So anyway, I listened to a lot of what my parents listened to, which is good, you know? Um, yep, so that's what was going on at that time. Um, the, Home Alone sa- the Home Alone soundtrack like we said, is just a score by John Williams, who is most famous probably for Star Wars. Dude, what's your favorite Star Wars song? Oh, the, I don't know what they're called, but the Imperial March is the best. Don't forget, though, I don't know what it's called. I'm not like a star. I do like Star Wars, but I'm not like a Star Wars like nerd. So I don't know what the song is called, but the Phantom Menace theme is very good. The That's it. Yeah. Duel of Fates is a good song. 
You or, agree, right? Or binary sunset. What one's that? So that's not from that's from the original. Yeah. That's a good song too. Because binary sunset the two yeah, yeah, there you go. Credits. So that's how the first movie ends, yeah, right? Yeah, Luke looking at the two. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Um, I mean, that's an, I, we're not doing the Star Wars score, but that's excellente. Yeah. Um, he also did Superman. Superman yeah. sound, you can tell they're very similar. Um, do you know what? How does the Superman theme go? Sing it. Play it. I, I used to know it, man. Um, I know I did too. I'm, I want to play this YouTube version, but I'm afraid it'll be like the one from the Brandon Routh version. Here we go. Hopefully there are no ads. Oh, Always. Oh yeah. I'm going to skip it. You guys won't be subjected to it, but the Superman theme is very similar. Oh, this is a lot of dead. Sp- if only we had a producer who could cut this out. Oh, yeah. We need to fast forward to when it picks up. Good theme. He really liked those, like... He really likes those like fanfares. He really does. That's it. That's kind of what I was gonna say. Was that he John Williams does a lot of like powerful, like exciting type um, fanfares, Jaws. like you said. Um, he didn't do Jaws, did he? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, that's why I was like, dude, he's a crazy genius. Hmm. Uh. Well, I guess I'll have to believe you. Just type in John Williams. Because I was always under the impression that, well, maybe it would, okay. Maybe it was John Williams who just, I don't know. Type that, in all the songs. He, I think he did Jurassic Park. Ooh, I can't remember. Maybe um, not. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, E.T. Um, holy moly, there's going to be a lot. So he did, he did a lot, right? Uh, <laughs> Um, so many scores here. There's Superman. There's Jaws. Close Encounter. I mean, there's so many. It's not. This is not good radio. E.T. Indiana Jones. Indiana oh, yeah. Jones is another common, popular one. Um, Jurassic Park. There it is. Yeah. So like, if you have a really good score, it was probably, probably John Williams. He just does a lot of them. There's other famous guys too. Yeah. But, um, and, and to his most famous ones, you know, the ones people recognize most are probably Star Wars, Superman, Indiana, jo- Indiana Jones, um, Jurassic Park. Home right. Alone. Every kid. Were you in band? Yeah. Did you did you play the fucking Jurassic Park theme? You uh, might have been too young. One of them probably. Yeah. So like. When I was in school, I swear to God, probably every band in the country was playing yeah. the Jurassic Park theme in concert band. But 
those are big like action movie ones mm-hmm. and that's what he's most known for and then you get stuff like the home alone score which is delightful yeah it is like i couldn't sing it the to bells, you without bro. hearing it but once you start playing it you're like oh yeah It's like everything's delighted. I forgot the kid. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> Kevin! Yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to listen to all these songs. But I'm going to skip forward a little bit in the main theme just so you you can have a reminder of what these are like. Let me get to the good part. So you get the idea. That's the, that's kind of the hook, right? That's the hook of this. And this, I forget, we were talking about it earlier, like um, in other movies, John Williams sort of like assigns themes to different characters. Yeah. Um, and he said that this main title was supposed to like follow the plot of the movie, you know, like, so, and you'll notice it when you watch the movie, like at certain points in the movie, this theme is appropriate and they bring it back in uh to capture a certain feel like oh we forgot kevin or whatever mm. at that point in the theme um there's a but there's a bunch of other songs on here that are good too like there's a song there is a song that's specifically for the frantic section where they're trying to catch that flight oh and it's yeah. like a very good like very frantic mm-hmm. sounding theme um there's another one where uh the song where Kevin like goes to church by himself yeah, or whatever. Yep. Um, so, and there are a couple other songs um, on here that, like we said, are traditional. Um, there's a white Christmas and um, uh, uh, what, what other song is there? I can't remember, but um, a couple songs that are actually like have vocals, but it's just like the Mel Torme version of mm-hmm. uh, I'll be home for Christmas or whatever it is. So um, the, it's really, you know, I only listened to it once or twice, like while at work. I, I'm not going to tell people that I bought this, but, um, it's it's an enjoyable like listen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. As opposed to something, I mean, I liked when we did the Big Lebowski soundtrack and like listening to it, and we commented even at the time that that was felt more like a score, but like that soundtrack was weird. It was, and dude. like kind of hard to get through yeah Pro- partly because it was so disjointed but this is really cohesive flows it flows really yeah. well uh kind of like i've said before like with the tenacious d soundtrack where it feels for pick a destiny where it feels like you could know the movie without mm-hmm. seeing the movie just listening to the soundtrack there aren't very many words here but you like you can get a sense of the feel of the movie yeah um, without seeing it. Oh, so commercial. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we might be playing this off of YouTube. Um, there's one song called Scammed by a Kindergartner. That's got to be my favorite title on here, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's, since we're talking about Home Alone, though, do you have do you have Christmas movies? That's a favorite question for people to ask. Like, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Do you have Christmas movies that you watch at Christmas, or do you, are you not like tied to any specific? I can't believe you asked me that question, dude. 
Why? I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. But do you watch movies at Christmas time? Yeah, dude. Like do with you? the fam? No, not. I mean, my wife is not much of a sitter. Like she, it's hard for her to watch something for two hours. Honestly, um, dude, my mom loves Christmas. Oh yeah, and so does like every, a lot of people in my family love Christmas. But like, do you we, love Christmas? Oh yeah. Me too. But we play my. It's like nothing else can be on TV but a Christmas story. Oh. Can't oh really? The chain, can't even change the channel. Twenty four hours. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty intense. And then there's like Christmas Vacation. Yeah. We all like that one. But you can't watch it because you're Elf. watching Christmas Story. Not on Christmas, no. Oh wow. That's like the lead up to the Christmas Story. Wow. You know what I mean? You yeah. got it. Christmas story is the coda, dude. Sure. Just a long note. One so note. do you <laughs> love the Christmas story a Christmas story that yeah. much? Cause yeah. Because at Christmas time you don't have to sit and watch it. You see the whole movie throughout the whole day. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Dude, I kinda think that a Christmas story has lost a little bit of its luster because like it's got a little bit of that like everybody's doing it, so it's not uh. as cool anymore. You know? It's a good movie, yeah. but I think people overrated it a little bit, and that somehow makes it less enjoyable for me. But that's because I'm a little... I, I suck. That's how I am about things, though. Mm. Like, I let other people's opinions and other people's, like, blowing things out of a proportion take my enjoyment out of it. It's still real funny. I can't put my arms down. I can't put my <laughs> arms down. I say that a lot. I say that a lot at Christmas time. Oh, Randy. Where did you hear Put that? Put your arms word. down when you get to school. <laughs> he lied, dude. He didn't. He hear did it. lie. Yeah. yeah. He said, who did he say? Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> Schwartz. <laughs> do you know what your son just said? <gasps> do you know Do you know where he heard it <laughs> yeah. from? Well, he probably heard it from his <laughs> yeah, father. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he heard it from your son. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Oh, what? mom, no. <laughs> no, no, mom, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oval. Be sure to drink your oval teen. <laughs> oval teen. What a crummy great, yeah. commercial. Yeah, that's um, good. When you open the podcast and said, "Ho ho," <laughs> that's exactly what yeah. I thought of. Was the <laughs> Santa? Ho ho ho. Just ho ho ho. That's a, I didn't intend to sound yeah. like that Santa, but I as I was doing it, I was like, I sound like the Christmas story Santa. Dude, that Santa. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? <laughs> that Santa is definitely in the Santa Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm surprised they don't have that. A Santa Hall of Fame? Yeah. They need one. Well, dude. Yeah. They definitely need a Santa Hall of Fame. Um. Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think of what other movies. Like, obviously, there's a Santa in Elf. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's okay. Ed Dude, Asner? Uh, oh, you know who's a good Santa? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Santa. Oh, yeah. I like that Santa. Yeah, he's responsible. Mm-hmm. Rudolph, Did- with your nose so bright. <laughs> he's like kind of laughing, kind of. Dude, those those movies are good. Oh, yeah, I like those. Yeah, I like... That's the that. Those movies are like the first... 
like universe of movies. What do you mean universe? Like how like Marvel, the, like, yeah, but they like collide. The, like Frosty the, the WCU, the White Christmas Universe. Yeah, it, they do. Yeah, like they Santa meets the like Jack Frost man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah, badass. <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally. But Tim Allen. Tim, right, that that was one that I thought of. Yeah. Do you like the Santa Claus? Oh, yeah. Do you? I've never seen it. I think what? my wife's seen it, but I've never seen it. You've never seen the Santa Claus? Dude, I'm not interested. Watch. I was never like a Tim Allen fan. Yeah. I don't dislike him, but I was never I, – I didn't watch Home Improvement or anything yeah. like that, which was really big when I was the correct age. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hmm, who – who else makes Santa Hall of Fame? There's no Santa in Christmas Vacation. There's no Santa. Is there a Santa in Die Hard? I don't know. Like a mall Santa? <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> Die Hard a Christmas what movie? What about the That's Grinch? A- Is there Santa in there? Ooh. No, I don't think so. I don't know Grinch if he's seen Grinch out to be Santa. Right. So does he make the Hall of Fame? Is that too controversial? Ooh. I don't know. I don't know that past indiscretions remove you from the possibility of being a uh, <laughs> Hall of Fame Santa. What about Bad Santa? Mm. You ever see Bad Santa? Parts of it. I I'm not see. interested. Yeah. Santa needs to be jolly. Yeah, jolly. And Bad Santa, not jolly. Yeah. What about Trading Places? I haven't when, seen that. When Dan Aykroyd dresses as Santa. He's not jolly either. That's a good movie. Um, older. I can't think, man. Yeah, I, I there aren't that many San- movie Santas. The Hall I'm of sure Fame would be more like a a room of fame, a closet. Or you of just fame. induct one year for like ten years. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um. But then you could be like, oh, the Santa, like real Santas that like, like real Santas, dude. Wait, what? I'm sure there's like. Santa auditions for stuff. Yeah. You know, that, like, play Santa like no other Santa in the Santa world. Yeah. Um, what was that show? Oh, uh, you ever watch Nathan for You? No. It's on Comedy Central. It was on Comedy Central. It's a pretty funny show. Kind of like, I hate to say it, it's kind of like an Ali G type, <laughs> like, Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen thing where, like, he's in on the joke, but no one else is in on the joke. Mm-hmm. But he... He gets a mall Santa to do a couple bits with him. And that Santa, that Santa's crazy. He's like, has guns and stuff. Dude. But, oh, sorry. No, go for it. I was pretty much done. Like, if you could have one character from a movie to be Santa, who would it be? Oh, you mean like, like Homer Simpson yeah. or whatever? Like, could, if he was Santa? Ooh, who would make a good Santa? <laughs> Do you have an answer already? Kinda. I just thought of it. You should. Th- you should answer, and then I'll think of it while you. What about fat bastard? <laughs> That's just because he's fat. I know. That's not fair. It'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, but he likes. Well, to... What would you like for? I can't even speak <laughs> Scottish. <but laughs> I mean, I can't. I don't have that accent. I can't. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if I can get on board with a fat bastard Santa. Um, that would be weird. Yeah. Um, Uncle Buck. Who's that? What? Uncle Buck? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's another John Hughes movie. Uh, he, oh, might not have been. 
either Home Alone, one of these movies, I should know this, but like John Hughes was signed on, I think, to do both Home Alone and Uncle Buck and ended up not being able to do both and passed Uncle Buck, I think, on to Christopher Columbus, hmm. the director, not the conquistador. <laughs> but um, that's neither here nor there. The point is, it's another movie in this in a similar vein starring John Candy, and he has to watch these two kids, and he's their uncle. He's Uncle Buck. And, yeah, he would be a good Santa. Like, keeping it real, but still fun. Like, likes to laugh. Um, but also will kick some ass if he has to. Like, if the daughter in the movie goes to a party and some guys try to do bad things to her, Uncle Buck comes and, like, scares him off. That, that's a good Santa. Yeah, that's a kick-ass Santa. I, Uncle Buck is my Santa. And yours is fat bastard. We'll have to, we'll post <laughs> that on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Who? I changed my mind. Y- you can change your mind, dude. I don't. I know. had time to think. I just said that because it'd be funny. But you, w- Santa has to be jolly. Santa does have to be jolly, and fat bastard uh, became jolly right when he wasn't bad anymore. Well, he lost all that weight. Too. Oh yeah, I forgot. I hmm. Forgot. Maybe it's a calling, a labor of love. Can he be skinny? I don't. I don't know a skinny Santa. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, in fact, in Rudolph, m- Mrs. Claus has to eat, eat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to be, no one wants a skinny Santa or whatever. Do they do talk like Oh, that? mama. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, mama. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That that is the best Santa. That is that's the number one Santa. Seriously, <laughs> you nailed that. <laughs> oh, <you>. mama! <laughs> All right, we did. <laughs> that uh, was good. Yeah. Um. So we have barely talked about Home Alone. Um. Well, it, home, go ahead. home Alone's like the centerpiece in like a big dinner. Like, yeah. You got the turkey in the center. But people only take a slice of the turkey, but they eat all around it. You know what I mean? That's such a good point. Like, when I'm having Christmas dinner, like, I'll have some of the meat, but I'm really partaking in the mashed potatoes or the, Uh you know, pie, whatever it is. Yeah. But I'm not that big of a main course person. And Home Alone is the main course here. There's not, you know, the soundtrack is what it is. It's a fun listen. The title um, is what it is. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, and the movie, obviously classic, um, st- holds up. Yeah, definitely still funny. Um, but oh, look from John Hughes. So I could have read it right on that picture. So I, I I did end up saying that correctly. I think about Uncle Buck. Anyway. We're not doing cover cut hidden gem for this. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're not we're not doing that. That's a little bit. But what we are gonna do is uh I didn't prep you for this. Good. I should have. Good. Yeah, we like to improvise though. I think uh we should have a Christmas wish. What do we want for Christmas from our listeners? Guess what I'm gonna say. I know. Hit that subscribe button. Yeah, I know. That's what yeah. I want for Christmas. <laughs> Open up a box. Yeah. It's wrapped, and then you just see all these like 
subscribe yeah. like words floating yeah. out of it. This was a trick. This was, <laughs> this podcast episode was just a trick. We just gifted you this episode. We gave you the Christmas Home Alone episode. Now you have to give us something back. That's how gifts work. Like, I give you something. Expectations. Expe- I expect something in return. Hit that subscribe button. <laughs> then rate. Five stars only. Five stars. It's Christmas. Five stars only. Ho, 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 ho. 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 Ah! <laughs> Shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> um, And that big um was, I, I need to cut that out. Um, 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 um. um. <laughs> Yeah, now you can. <laughs> and then if you want, read a review. I yeah. did. Oh, we didn't have any more iTunes reviews. Uh, I checked that today, but we do have more ratings. Cool. So far, five stars only Dude, across the board. I like that. Yeah. Now, what I really kind of want someone to do, Christmas wish number two. If you're like my parents and you're going to give us our one Christmas wish, that's hit the subscribe button. But if you're going to give us two wishes, my second wish for Christmas is that you write a review. Five, give us five stars and then shit. just <laughs> dump on us. Say how terrible we are. Because I want to read a funny review. Do you have a Christmas wish? I just if want you do, everybody I, have the merriest of Christmases. See, Sam, <laughs> Sam yeah. is so like, uh, he is, is really like the polite, sort of like thoughtful, unselfish member of the White Bandits, whereas I only want to advance myself. Christmas wish number three. <laughs> Pass this. This should be actually I'm I'm rearranging. Yeah. Christmas wish number two. Okay. Hit the subscribe button. Um, Christmas amended. wish number Yeah. Amended Christmas <laughs> list. Christmas list Chris, Christmas wish number two. Hit subscribe. Christmas wish number three. Uh, what was it? I don't know. You just- I know. I just said it though. Christmas wish number three is to write a review that's funny. Yeah. And leave it after five stars only. Christmas wish number one: pass this podcast along to someone new. Ooh. That's what we want. Ooh, spread the Christmas spread- cheer for Yes. More- what does the elf the spreading Christmas cheer? Cheer. Spread that. Fucking cheer. For more. <laughs> I know I said no more F words, but that needed it. Spread that cheer, that Christmas cheer all across the land. Pass this podcast on to someone else. That is our number one Christmas wish. If you give us that Christmas wish, we'll be so happy. We, we'll make the it up to you somehow. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. That's right. Okay, I don't know how we can, off the cuff, write a song about... Podcast for all to hear. Yeah. Spread this podcast all round. (laughs) Don't forget your kid while... (laughs) Listen with someone you love. Don't forget to press subscribe <laughs> and rate five stars. <laughs> Pass this podcast all round. <laughs> That's the chorus part. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, good song. Okay. 
We better cut our or losses. Could be like, I got three Christmas wishes. <laughs> One is <clears throat> Christmas list amended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One. <laughs> Pass this podcast along. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Hit that subscribe button. <laughs> three. <laughs> Write a review. Five stars only. That's all I got. That was good. Yeah, it was okay. That was good for our first rehearsal. Yeah, first rehearsal yeah. slash live performance. Yeah. Um, if any of you are still listening, thank you. Um, but it's time to go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You know what else we say? Get wet. Get Merry wet. Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, I got Home Alone playing <laughs> good, uh, with the theme song. <laughs> That's weird. Story once was told. Two young boys go into the liquor store where they sold their souls. And I got a story.